Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Goal Mile, proudly supported by AIB. Register at goalmile.org to make a difference. We've been hearing warnings over the past couple of weeks about the growing risk of medicine shortages with some pharmacists reporting low stocks of common antibiotics. Reports have also come out that pharmacists want to substitute antibiotics without GP consent. So how worried should we be about this? Well, Rebecca Barry from Life Pharmacy on the Ennis Road joins me on the line to tell us more about it. Uh, Good morning to you. How are you doing, Rebecca? I'm great, Joe. How are you? And a happy Christmas and all that stuff. Many happy of them. <laughs> so why are we seeing such low supplies of antibiotics over the past few weeks? So there's lots of different reasons for this. And this isn't um, just an antibiotics issue, Joe. You probably remember during the summer and earlier on in the year, we had the issue with the HRT supply. Um, we also had issues with another um, essential medicine called clonazepam. Couldn't be got for a long time that's um, used in um, anxiety issues. And uh, there's lots of different reasons for medicine shortages. So it can be increased demand, like with the HRT issue, can be issues with the raw ingredients. Um, There's some supply logistical issues, so getting product from A to B in a timely fashion. Um, Manufacturing issues then, of course, so one product we couldn't get for a long time was because where the base ingredient was manufactured, the... Uh, factory went on fire, so that led to long-term supply issues with that particular product. And I suppose what pharmacists are experiencing issues with is that we're the end point of these medicines supply. So we're the end point of the, uh, the product actually getting to the consumer. And when a product becomes unavailable like that, we are constantly beavering away trying to find solutions to that. Um, for the, the customer at the end of the day. And the problem is, becomes where there is not a product that's the exact same. And if it's not the exact same, at the moment, we will have to phone doctors and um, look for approval to make a change. Where sometimes there is a very, very simple and straightforward swap that can be made. And yet we have to phone doctors. And this causes delay for customers. So let's say uh, somebody has been the last appointment into a doctor on a Friday evening. For us to get that prescription then and be able to recontact that prescriber again, that could be Monday morning before we can get a hold of that doctor to get approval for the change. And that causes delays with people um, starting on their essential medicine if it can't be got, you know? Right. Um, And in general, are GPs only giving one option on their prescriptions? Do they ever give substitute options? Very rarely. Do you remember at the time of the HRT, um, I was saying that some prescribers had um, different options. There was such a huge issue with HRT supply at the time. Um, Some prescribers, particularly ones that specialised in women's health, they had on their prescription suitable alternatives that we could substitute if we couldn't get the initial one. That doesn't happen with other medicines. So one thing that pharmacists are looking for is what um, is called a serious shortages protocol. So they introduced this in the UK at the time of the HRT shortage, where pharmacists were allowed to substitute certain products. And this is under, you know, controlled circumstances. And this would be different for each medicine that um, might have supply issues. 
But in certain circumstances where a product became unavailable, pharmacists were allowed to use their clinical knowledge to make um, the the change there without having to contact the prescriber. Right. And, and, and is that a key, we're talking to Rebecca Barry from Life Pharmacy on the Ennis Road in Limerick. Is that a key part of pharmacists' argument that when it comes to drugs, you actually know more than doctors? Exactly, yeah. So um, we would certainly know a lot more about uh, supply issues and about um, the various different products that are available and aren't available and um, we're very well placed to be able to make these substitutions very safely and using our clinical knowledge. And this will require legislative change or some form of an SOP. And I suppose what we're calling for is for um, the powers that be to get together and, and make these changes so that customers aren't inconvenienced. So I, w- I would say nobody should panic about this. Nobody should panic about that they won't be able to get an antibiotic when um, when they get a prescription from the doctor. We will always ensure as pharmacists that we are able to get something that is suitable for them. The problem are the delays that are happening at the moment because we, we can't, we're not allowed to make these substitutions. What's an SOP? A standard operating procedure. Ah. My apologies, Joe. Yeah, no, Sorry, that's, that's fine, that's, that's fine, yeah. Um, or you said maybe legislative change could be required as well. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So um, there's very, you can imagine there's a lot of legislation that surrounds the supply and um, issue of medicines and prescriptions. So, and, and is it your sense that most GPs would be agreeable with this change? Well, absolutely, because it reduces their workload as well. They're already overstretched. And if they're having to take calls and emails from pharmacists looking for um, a change to a similar medicine that will be as effective it's a waste of their time because the vast majority of time they're just saying yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And, and these shortages, have they anything at all to do with the pandemic? Uh, it, it, the pandemic did cause problems with the supply chain and with various different closures around the world. We're such a global economy now um, that one factory being closed because of a lockdown has a knock-on effect. So some of those problems are still working their way through the system those delays still haven't been overcome, you know. Right. And, and then more generally, what are you seeing as we head towards Christmas, you know, the sort of bugs that you're coming across, the things that people are coming in talking to you about relating to themselves or their children at the moment? Yeah, it feels like half the country's sick at the moment, Joe. Um, so an awful lot of respiratory tract, either upper or lower respiratory tract illnesses. And just to mention as well, Joe, a huge amount of those are viral and they're self-limiting and easily treated at home with over-the-counter medicines without the need for a trip to a doctor at all. So what I would um, recommend to people is check out undertheweather.ie. It's a great website for giving helpful tips and advice on treating a lot of these viral things. So a lot of them won't need antibiotics at all. But where an antibiotic is needed, don't panic. Um, If your doctor is issuing a prescription in the absence of this um, serious shortages protocol, I'd recommend everybody to contact their pharmacy as soon as they um, have been to the doctor to ensure that the, it, mm. the pharmacist has the time yeah, because we know that in any given year the first few weeks of January can be difficult, there can be huge pressure on the emergency department at UHL 
Yeah. Um, so I suppose anything we can do on a preventative basis or, as you say, you know, treatment at home, then, then that would be sensible as well. OK, well, listen, thank you very much for all of that. It'd be interesting to see how that one develops. Uh, it seems like a sensible change to be looking for, but we'll see um, in, into next year what will happen about it. That's Rebecca Barry, who is a pharmacist at Life Pharmacy on the Ennis Road in Limerick City. Much more to come on the show. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nett.